Welcome to the Bread and Circuses Podcast, brought to you by Digital Pizza, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns, and enjoy this shit show. Once again, with the Bread and Circuses Podcast, episode, I don't know, 28? Cool. Sounds good. I'm Rooster. This is Crow. Oh, I tried. Cold open burp? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. I came close to regurgitating beer, so I decided to stop mid-forced burp. Yeah, don't yak Mike. All right. Or Mike yak. All right. So Hello. We, <laughs> we uh... We got into uh, some stuff that offended our white sensibilities last time. <laughs> Are we going to get right to that? Yeah, let's get to it. Okay. Your, uh, was it next door? Open? Yeah, there's a website. It's a, like a community bulletin board kind of thing where you go on and you sign up and they give you alerts and stuff about your neighborhood so you can get postings about, uh, you know, oh, the kids are, are, are doing a dog wash this week if you want to stop by and we'll, we'll wash your dogs or get your damn kids off my lawn. Yeah. Or, uh, any, you know, someone's garage got broken into in such and such neighborhood or in such and such block. I'll be on the lookout, that kind of stuff. Or the Johnson, the Johnson girls are selling, uh, lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just a bullet. It's like a, a bullet, a website bulletin board for neighborhoods. Which they're going to uh, send to feed my starving children. No, wait, that's a Christian organization, so you can't send mm. them any money. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, exactly. In my neighborhood. So anyway, we talked about last week about how cucked a lot of these people are on this site, and we described it, what it means. And If you don't know what cucked means, go back to episode 27. There we go. Um, so, but <clears throat> there's, there's posts on crime, there's posts on... You know, lost pets and all that kind of stuff. And lemonade stands for Black Lives Matter. But there's one called Posts in General. And this is where these fucking assholes go on and start spouting their bullshit. So here's one that came up. How dismissive of you. In Posts in General. Tips. These, these are people's heartfelt beliefs. Yes. And we'll, you should apologize. I'll treat them as such. I apologize for being friends with Crow. Okay. Well, let me get the title out here. Tips for being strong white allies does it really say white it says white spelled h-w-h <laughs> h-w-h-i-t <laughs> that's you know what we should start demanding people start spelling white that way yes oh yes we should oh we're not just white, white. we're not just white we're white white are all right um i apologize that he said that all right tips for being strong white allies here reminds me of the family guy. Cool whip. Brian goes, say that again. Cool whip. Say cool. Cool. Say whip. Whip. Say cool. Cool whip. What was the joke with that? Just It's just that he said cool whip. Was that just the joke? That was just that the was joke. It. And then Brian the dog got mad and he's like, why are you saying it that way? What way? Say cool. Cool. Say whip. Whip. Say cool whip. Cool whip. And then he said, say it again. He said Laurel. <laughs> All right. All right. So here it is. Uh... There's this amazing, uh, and then in parentheses, parent adult group at a certain high school that is discussing issues of race called white on white. (laughs) That's that burp I was looking for. I'm so grateful to this person. She says, there's a name here I'm not going to say, for creating this group. 
I'm hoping that others find this list she created with clients and colleagues, tips for being strong white allies as helpful and enlightening as I did. Should I use my NPR voice for this? Do you have an NPR voice? I don't think I do. I, I kind of think you have an ASMR voice. <laughs> depends, on, depends on how I'm sitting. Sometimes I do the, you know how you like, if you start crouching and you get that frog voice, you're like, hi, hello, everybody. When you start to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. <laughs> Chin start dropping, you start looking oh, over your eyebrows, you're like, <laughs> Spreading out legal opinions on stuff that happened a hundred years ago. All right. All right. You do, you do have to watch that video. It's only four minutes. I, she, I, oh I want to. I don't know why I didn't so far. But all right. Here's number one. And there are 23 of these. So we're going to get through two. <laughs> Table's getting flipped. <laughs> number one. Assume racism is everywhere every day. Just as economics, gender and gender politics influence everything. So, too, does race. I should have a little gong. Every time, every time I get when I get done, just to just to add some weight to that statement, to actually make you sit there and think about how important and how 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 deep that was. Right? No, a gong would be wrong. You would need something like the the slide was. Oh, that's too that's too silly. I apologize for crow yet again being too silly. Oh, that was silly. Okay. No, you need something like the. Um, Somewhere between like the dun 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 and the Jason Voorhees music, you know. Oh, you know what the um, the Netflix dun dun, or yes. not, not Netflix. Um, it came before the Netflix. No, it was it's not, it's uh, SVU or whatever special crimes unit. What what is yeah. it? Law and Order. Law and Order. He said dun dun. Yeah, but the Netflix one is better. Okay, that's good. You, yeah. you nailed that one. Assume racism is ever every day, just as economics, gender, and gender politics influence everything. So too does race. Race dun dun. All right. Um. So what do you what how do you how what do you think about that rooster? Assume racism is everywhere, every uh, day. You know I apologize for uh, not understanding that racism is everywhere every day. And you should. Um, I've been too dismissive. As a as a disabled black lesbian, <clears throat> I mean I experience it every day. Uh, it comes from me because I don't notice anybody else doing it, but I do it, and I notice that being a disabled black lesbian. And thinking about white privilege. I just, when you're doing that, I just thought of like, it, like calling a disabled black lesbian, like just every word for, you know, every derogatory word in like a stream, just like, oh, well, you, you know. Oh. Well, you just interrupted and mansplained. I know, I did. So No, I didn't mansplain because I wasn't standing over okay. you like I am now. See, now I am mansplaining. The thing is, I, I'm glad you interrupted because I was starting to confuse myself. With my, <laughs> I was, I was going, I was going down a, a labyrinth I couldn't get out of. Yes. With that, so I'm glad you stopped me. And it was only the uh, the only clarion call of my hateful beacon that led you out. <laughs> All right, number two. We don't have much to say about that first one because it's so prescient, so true. I will say this though, quickly. I think Thomas Sowell, and I've said this before, nailed it when he said. You can't do anything about racism. Racism is what exists in people's heads, right? Mm -hmm. People are, maybe they're racist. They just, you know, they don't like a race for whatever reason. What we have to worry about is discrimination. Discrimination is how racism yeah. manifests. If people are racist and never act on it. Well, that's why they use the words institutional racism all the time. Saying that, saying that it's, it's baked into the cake, right? 
I hate when people say baked into the cake. That's a, it's a shit. And I term. hate the fucking. I, that's why I said they say it. I don't ever say that. I hate DNA too. Oh, it's in their DNA. Yeah. But what they're saying is 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 when that's why they say institutional racism. They say you can't escape it because it's built into the system, it, a system that is created by slaveholders, basically. So you can't get away from it, right? Your white people benefit from it, even though they don't really even realize it. And black people suffer under it every day, every waking second. They wake up and they are breathing racism. All right. So. I apologize. <laughs> notice. Okay. We're, num- we're not even on number two. We're on number two. <laughs> which this whole list is a steaming pile of. And we can't figure out who is the, who is the offended and who is the offender when we talk <laughs> between ourselves here. All right. Uh, notice who is the center of attention and who is the center of power? Dun, dun. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't. Yeah, it's deep though. You have to admit. Do they explain it? No, that's just number two. Yeah, but we need to go on because there's too many of these. We can't. We can't try. We can't. We can't try to figure out what they mean. So, all right. I'm offended that the person uh, numbered these because that to me suggests a rank. Mm-hmm. So that one is twenty three times more important than number twenty three. Well, what if you don't I really would... even understand? the the sequence that's that's ableist right i don't i don't get i don't get like what what two is after one three I, is after four what, still or four know. is after three i don't know i still don't know what sequence means uh-huh. you know what if uh what if the numbers don't feel like identifying that way what if two doesn't feel like it should be behind one in front of three what if two feels more like a seven well then you could call it two but two could say no i'm seven and that would fuck up your whole numerical system. What, right there. Do you know why six hates seven? Yeah, because seven, eight, nine. Well, and seven was a serial six offender. What? Six hates seven because seven's a serial six offender. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, you, you were not thinking in the dynamics of uh, of assault. But seriously, what if two doesn't want to be two? Okay. What if two self-identifies? What if two identifies as a much higher number and doesn't want to be diminished? Yeah, it should have every right to. One should apologize. Okay. Number three, white supremacy is also a cultural style of behavior that has traits. Entitled and deserving. Like breathing. <laughs> Let me finish. These certain traits are. I interrupted you. I apologize. Entitled and deserving. Demanding. In quotes, sometimes quietly. Aggressive. Yeah, white people are known for being aggressive in their whiteness. Takes up time and space. Sometimes using a tag team method. Repetitive. Condescending. You know what condescending means? It means um, I talk down to you. Um, yeah. So, uh, deflective. It, De- deflective. Isn't that when something doesn't work right? Yeah, <laughs> that's deflective. Um, no, they actually... They they actually after deflected they put distracts away from the point. Well, that's what deflective is. So they're condescending me. Hey, look at that. <laughs> Where, what? <laughs> what? What are you, what are you pointing to? <laughs> yeah, no, this is unnecessary. They say deflective and then they put comma distracts away from the point. Well, they're just didn't describe- they just mansplain? I think they did. Did I they have they did. like the knee up on on the edge of the armchair when they did mm-hmm. that? Look a little missy. Okay, white people are, were dodgy. Uh, retaliatory. Wait, dodgy like in 
we avoid stuff or like the British dodgy? Like what? we're not quite uh, right. Or, or dirty, you know, kind of like, isn't it dodgy like not on the up and up? Uh, if it's dodgy, it's kind of illegal, maybe shady. I think that's our definition. I think dodgy is shady. I think dodgy for the right. British means like not up to speed. Well, for this person, I'm, I'm assuming dodgy means a little bit shady. Retaliatory, threatening with lawsuits, and legal language. Note, white people and groups may have socially just goals. Still, it's this cultural style and these traits above that are destructive. So don't get her or him, but her, don't get her wrong. She's not saying white people are bad. I mean, that'd be that'd be racist. <laughs> she got the look on your face. You she just... <laughs> <laughs> That's how I picture them. Like the way they, the way they talk with that smirk. It, it looks like some sort of evil librarian. <laughs> it's like a little smirk. <laughs> no, it wasn't a smirk. It was like a sneer. <laughs> It's like, because you're about to die in the next scene of this movie, and you don't uh, even know it. Yeah. So it's not white people that she hates. It's white supremacy and the cultural style of behavior that comes with it. You know what that look was? Hmm. So this is going to be too crazy for some of you, but it's like it's like playing a game of Call of Cthulhu where you got to find the book that's going to help you. You were the person who gave him that book. Oh, and yeah. So, that guy. <laughs> this is for you. It's good for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very um, few people will get that, but it's pretty funny for those who do. So it's funny because this is about as racist as it gets. Because they're she's doing right here what what they what they think white people do to let's say just black people in, in general. So they're saying here's some traits that black people share. They are dodgy. They are they are um, aggressive, right? Wait, she's saying black people have these traits? <laughs> no. She's saying white people have. She's saying this is a trait of white people, but this is exactly what she. This is the kind of thing if 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 it was reversed and they go, um, oh yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Blacks and their cultural style have these traits. Like when Candace Owens retweeted that. uh, Yeah, you just replace everything with Jew or with uh, with black. Yeah, what tweets were those again that she did that with? Uh, It was that Sarah Young. Yeah, yeah, that that reporter with black people and got kicked off Twitter yeah, right away. Sarah Zhang hates white men, and then, even though she dates them. And then Twitter went, "Oh, sorry." Yeah. So, so this person is so. I mean, this is ridiculous. And I, the, heard, I heard she dates. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm inter- interrupting you again. I apologize. It's, it's a typical thing to do to a to to uh, from a man to a to a self-identifying black lesbian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I identify you that way. That's why I'm interrupting you and mansplaining. Mm-hmm. So if you're a man, I wouldn't. I mean, that. you wouldn't know what it's like, but I, I have to suffer with this every single time we get together. Yeah, and sometimes I just call you on the phone, harass you, because <laughs> you know, because of you being disabled, well, I call you up and say, "Hey, Gimpy." Yeah, you got to get up. that hate out somehow. Then I just hang up. Yeah, it gets, it gets the hate out. Yeah, you're my uh, you're my white guy punching bag. What black lesbian? <laughs> no, I'm the. Oh guy. God, yeah, I get so confused. I mean, it's 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 hard to keep track of. <laughs> Yeah, I just text you okay symbols and, you know, number one memes and, yeah. All right. Um, all right, that was just number three. And that, that was low. That was low. No, that was no. Two was the one we couldn't figure out. Notice who is the center of attention and who the center who is the center of power. We're half again as far as dun, I thought. Dun. We were. Um, so, so three is the white supremacy is a cultural style of behavior that has traits. And then they say, note, white people and groups may have socially just goals. Still, it's this cultural style and these traits above that are destructive. This is word salad. 
You just, you just like the look. You know what it is? I think it's having my glasses down like this, the librarian no, glasses. No, word salad. I've never heard word salad before. Oh. Well, yeah. Is this the iceberg lettuce and word salad? <laughs> yeah, or is there some romaine, romaine and arugula thrown in No, there? this is pretty bland uh, uh, racism. And people say reverse racism. This is not reverse racism. This so is racism. this is big box grocery store salad bar kind yeah, of it's, word it's, salad. It's your, it's your typical, oh, yeah. you fucker. Word salad. You should so. apologize. <laughs> so it's, it's basically them using a bunch of words strung together to try to sound smart, but comes off meaning nothing. It doesn't even have red cabbage in there for color, does you know, it? it? It doesn't mean anything. That I'm I'm figuring out what it means, but it doesn't mean anything. It means I hate white people. That's what gotcha. that means. But we're still, they want, even though you hate us, and I'm speaking for white people even though I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'm going to confuse our listeners, I'm pretty sure, one of these times. Let me straighten this out. Uh, move on to four, dummy. Okay. Understand the cultural white retaliatory system. White retaliation is a pattern of not taking no for an answer and stopping at nothing to get one's way. Many times, this steamrolling doesn't take others into consideration. White retaliation behavior may default to skewing information and doing slanderous behaviors to hurt the target. In addition, the legacy of white retaliation and black people falls on the black body. The cultural white retaliatory system creates an atmosphere dangerous for people of color to join. Note again. My ears are bleeding. The goal might be socially just. It's the behavior that's also dangerous. That was number four. Was number four. I, you know if what? If I could do the auctioneer's voice right now, I would do it. We, these are almost too long because if I go through the whole thing, people are going to turn off this podcast. La, la, people are going to do like you, like la, I can't listen la, to this la, and shut it off. La. I'm going to have to intersperse every sentence, I think, and go and take a breather because this is like really hard to even get through for me. It's <clears> a whole <throat> lot of words to use to say nothing. Yeah, and but but the note, the note, note again. The goal might be socially just. It's behavior that is also dangerous. That makes no sense. No. That sentence doesn't belong there at any for any reason. So what you're saying is in trying to recruit white allies, they're just confusing them and putting them to sleep. And trying to make them feel bad, but not understanding why they feel bad. Number five. <laughs> yeah, we got a long ways to go here. Notice this one's shorter. This I can is, just picture people like listening to this in their cars and like pounding their steering yeah. wheels. Well, if you if anybody has anything to say about any of these, they should contact us and uh, leave a message. So it's rooster at bread and or crow at bread and You know what? Do us a favor. If you have something to say about these, just contact us and talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's going to hate this. All right. Number five. This is short. <clears throat> Notice all the creative ways that racism is denied, minimalized, or minimized. Sorry, I misspoke. Uh, distracted away from justified retaliatory. They, she loves this word retaliatory. It's not there. Look away. <laughs> and how attention is shifted back to dominant culture. Yet another <laughs> nonsense sentence. I, you know, I have to say that again because I didn't, I don't, I, I screwed it up by, by messing up a word, but. I, I am now picturing like an English professor trying to diagram the sentence and like committing character. Notice all the creative ways that racism is denied, minimized, distracted away from justified, retaliatory, and how attention is shifted back to dominant culture. Did you notice I just diminished uh, the whole Japanese culture there? 
No. What they called it Harry Carey, which I think it, it's really like seppuku, isn't it? I thought you were talking about the baseball announcer. No. Okay. Not Harry Carey. <laughs> That's a terrible Harry Carey. All right. To be, uh, we, have to, we have to remind ourselves what this is for. It's tips for being strong white allies. Oh, sorry. I, Remember? I made the mistake of... <laughs> Let me try that again. I made the mistake of not taking this seriously. Okay. I apologize. Well, then, number six, take a stand. Don't be neutral. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. We can apologize. We aren't perfect. It's okay to be uncomfortable. Comfort is a white privilege. Needing to be comfortable is white fragility. <laughs> Being comfortable is white privilege. <laughs> Needing to be comfortable is white fragility. Yes. You should. You fuckers should be wearing hair shirts <laughs> and sitting in uncomfortable chairs. Now, don't be afraid to make mistakes, but... Everything we say is going to be a mistake. And I apologize for that. But don't be afraid of that. Right? What what is what is fear of white privilege? And when she when she says we can apologize, we aren't perfect, is she white? Probably. Ooh, uh the name is probably decidedly white. Is it Courtney? <laughs> <laughs> That's along those lines. It's like Becky. Is it is it hyphenated? No. <laughs> Um, it's a European surname too. So, um, oh, she's does she have two European surnames? Uh, is it like Courtney McGill Masterson or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> or Liz? Liz is one now a lot. I was trying to think of uh, like Aaron and Balake. What's the female version of that? There was a couple women's oh, ones. D nice. D nice. <laughs> Denise, D nice, yeah. Denise. All right, wow. So you don't have anything quite to say on that one, do you? Oh, you did. You already said something about that one about our uh, com- comfortable white fragility. Okay, number seven. Okay, I, yeah, sure. I said something. Notice how em- em- my, empirically no em- empathizing empathizing. What is this word? Empathizing. E m p a t h i z i n g. Empathizing? I can't. Is that a misspelling? I, I can't even. Maybe. I can't. Notice how empathizing about POCs. It, it always, I, People that, of color. I always feel dirty when I say POC because it just sounds. It sounds. It sounds bad, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like because because it's like, I'm, like I think like I think you're not saying it in front of the no, kids. No, no, I say POS in my brain every time. So when you're thinking of a person of color, I'm thinking piece of shit. Because when I see POC, I immediately see, because of my white fragility, I see PO, POS. No, I see it as not wanting to say it in front of the children. Like, uh-huh. oh, see, those are the POCs. But seriously, every time I see it, I my brain says to me. Do you know why? Piece of shit. Because you're racist. Racist. <laughs> you know it says person of color, but yeah. you're thinking. But my but my, shit. my whiteness just, yeah, thinks, hey. Yeah. Your All right. whiteness. Notice how empath empathizing I don't I, I don't know what that word is. It's not a real word. Empathizing about POCs is alienating and othering in quotes. You're othering. Wasn't that a Nicole Kidman movie? The Otherings? Yeah. That it shifts the attention back to the person with empathy as being such a good person. Oh, okay, I get it. So if you empathize, okay, so it was supposed to be empathize, but it was just misspelled. That's why I had so much problems. Okay, 
So you, if you empathize about people of color, if you, if you say, or if you know, it doesn't even say that you have to say it, you just have to feel it. So if you empathize with people of color or colored people, as, as they, they, they say, it's alienating and othering. And that shifts the attention back to the person with empathy as being such a good person. You know, it, it was a nice podcast. We had a good run there. <laughs> And then, you know, we had this one episode and everybody stopped fucking listening because yeah. good. I don't God. know if we can get through all this. Should well, we take a brick a brick break? Yes, let's take a let's take a break. Let's take a brick break. The, the loose break. brick of uh, wonder with uh, uh table topics. Um Crow, what's the last time you othered somebody? <laughs> Probably every every sentence, right? Yeah, just your quietness. Dude. Yeah, just like maybe five seconds ago, I think I othered. <laughs> I other a lot. What's the most interesting museum you visited? Uh, the most interesting museum? I don't find any of them all that interesting. So, uh, Children's Museum? <laughs> I know when you'd like. This is uh, the one I think. Deadwood, South Dakota has this one that's got a ton of... Um, that'd be cool. But it's got just... It's this little tiny museum that's it's actually not that tiny in the courthouse in deadwood and it's got all this old stuff it's got the cards from wild bill Hickok mm-hmm. being shot it yeah it was cool aces over eights yeah the dead man's right. hand and what how, how about you that okay. that museum all right cool which is tough because i've seen a lot of really cool museums there's um airplane graveyard out in uh god it's out west somewhere there's that. one in uh is it san diego where you can walk through a, a submarine San Francisco. San Francisco. I never got to do that. I wish I would have. Did I? I? Did, I had to do that one by myself because my wife would not go in it. Enclosed spaces. Had yeah. a problem with that. Okay. And you know what? I was thinking I would have no problem being in here, and then I thought unless it's like underwater and people are shelling and, it, and all the pressure of the water. And then it. I would be like, "Holy shit! I gotta get out of here." And I would claw my way through the side. <laughs> um, yeah. So there was another one in Cody, Wyoming. That was really cool too. A ton of stuff. I like. I like that American history. America. Um, what's the best speech you've ever heard? Other than my commencement speech. Which <laughs> and only you've heard that. A couple other people. All right. I'm telling you, it's good. It's really good. And yes. it's non-political, too. I don't I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I've heard a lot of them. Like, it, like, best like there's old speeches by founding fathers that were probably pretty good but there i had, didn't hear them i read them or had somebody else deliver them other than the original speaker they're talking about one that you've actually heard live is that what you're thinking yeah i feel like answering that question without spending some time to think about it yeah. would not be fair and i'd be wrong i'd be like oh I heard this." you go back and go oh, that i didn't mean that there's a better one yeah it's like when someone asks you like who's the most attractive woman ever and you're like oh yeah this one and then later you're like oh no Wait. Yeah. Well, there's like the the Lincoln four score and seven years ago. There's the JFK. What what ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Can you name anything else from that speech though? Ask not. No, I don't. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I don't think that one could be the greatest speech you've ever heard. Well, I mean, you. Uh, yeah, that's true. But usually, you come away from a speech with just a general feeling. You're not going to remember every quote. Yeah. It was a pretty good, pretty good speech just recently. It was a. Uh, <laughs> What was it like Golden Globes or was it like maybe it was the MTV Movie Awards or whatever? Chris Pratt. Oh, that one was good. That was pretty damn, pretty damn because because like, he put humor in, but he had real like serious messages interspersed with it. But it was funny. That was he did that really. He that 
that was a good speech. <laughs> was yeah, well but then, done. Yeah, he's like, what if you're at a party and you have to poop? Yeah, a, a little too much poop in it, but it was <laughs> just, just do what I do. Get all the pee out, poop, flush out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, what's changed the most in your lifetime? Oh, fuck. Yeah. What's changed the most? I'd say this kind of, um, I'd say this attitude of, I think this attitude of kind of white hatred and diversity is our greatest strength bullshit has been like crazy in the past 15, 20 years. You know, we're supposed to be distracting. That's true. This yeah. This was supposed to be lighthearted and it got really, it. really dark there. But yeah, I think it's you stupid bitch. Yeah. And people are going to read that as, Oh, you're great. Your fragile whiteness is on display there, buddy. <laughs> I think it's, this is, a, this may sound too broad, but technology yeah, it's probably a better answer, actually. Just, just the other day. That's got to be, yeah, that's a better answer. My son was asking me, he goes, what was the airport like before 9-11? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know how you can walk up to the baggage claim and wait for people to come out? He's like, yeah. I said, you could just walk all the way in. And, I, I uh, walked on planes with a pocket knife. Yeah. Folding, like a, a good four-inch blade. I'd yeah. walk right on the plane with that. <laughs> you can still do that because security will miss it a lot of times. Yeah. But yeah, I, that's I a, a much better answer than mine. I had a friend who just... Who did not on purpose bought one of those like you know camping backpacks and it came with stuff in it and one yeah. of the things was a knife walked out with a plane got there got where they were going unpacked it and we're like holy shit there yeah. was a knife in my bag yeah um but i mean like you know there people forget that god was it 1990 ish we're not there's no internet i mean there was but you had to there wasn't windows and all yeah, that so, stuff. Yeah, social media and this, the availability, like um, Amazon and all that kind of stuff, that's huge. That's a huge There was change. no Google. There yeah. was none of that stuff. Yeah. No, you're right. That's the big. I mean, that's obvious. That's the biggest one. I know you don't think he's funny, but Eddie Izzard has a great bit on that. I like some of his stuff. The bit about uh, Google has ruined bar bar bets and bar arguments. Oh, yeah. He says, but it was funny because if you, if you wanted... Uh, a recipe for strawberry tarts and you didn't know someone had it you're fucked you can't make them now you just like go to google yeah. and say there it is yeah the bar trivia games those those are ruined but i mean just two two people sitting across the bar from me there's no this is what happened fuck you that's what happened somebody pulls out their phone and goes nope didn't see right yeah. there yep. so all no, right number, number eight number eight be strategic address the source of power not uh scapegoat uh, she puts not a in in uh quote or not quotes um Parentheses, often vulnerable or easy scapegoat. So be strategic, address the source of power, not an often vulnerable or easy scapegoat. Again. I think I get this one. Okay. Okay, so um, in a political spectrum, don't, uh, don't be distracted from that Trump is the problem. Okay? Trump's not the problem. Trump is a problem. Whiteness is the problem. But the... The uh, unabashed KKK members that elected Trump, you know, who never voted before, but just all of a sudden decided to vote for him. Yeah. So Trump's the scapegoat and the whiteness is the, pro- is the source yeah, so of the problem. Don't, so don't let the circus clown distract you right. from what's because, going on. Because if they beat Trump, they still haven't beaten the source of the problem. See, you get it. Yeah. You right. are becoming a woke. white ally. I'm becoming woke. All right. So number nine. Don't assume that just because as white people, we may want to hang out with someone from another culture, they are interested in that too. 
or that people from another culture wish, wish to teach white people about racism or about their culture. I don't assume that because I'm not fucking completely um, obsessed with race. I'm I'm picturing the scene from Gran Torino when the Hmong woman and the white guy are walking. They're running into those three black guys. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, oh, it's all good, bro. And you're like, don't call me your bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I, so when she, yeah, she's, not, she's not real. <laughs> realize it's not somebody you should have fucked with. <laughs> no, she's not real clear here either. Because when she says, don't assume that just because as white people, we, we may want to hang out with someone from another culture. They are inter- interested in that, too. She's saying they're not. They might not be interested in hanging out with us as white people. That must be what she means. No, I think. She's or they might not be interested in hanging out with other people of other cultures. I think she's saying white people will hang out with you, but they're not interested in your culture. They just want to be like, look, my black friend. No, that's not. I, no, shut up. It is too. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Number. <laughs> Why are we arguing about this? Number what? Ten. Ten. We're almost halfway through. Learn about merging with another cultural experience. I think that's... But shouldn't we respond to number nine? That's vaguely sexual, isn't Let's, it? Let, yeah, to merge. Yeah. How do we merge? Well... Is, is there suction involved? But just because just because you want to merge with somebody doesn't mean you're interested in yeah, them. that they're not, yeah. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. So what's um, about the merging? I don't, I, I, I don't care about that. Number 11. Someone, and it might be a black person, could get mad at you. That's okay. The sun will rise tomorrow. Don't give up because you got your feelings hurt. Keep trying to be that white ally. I added that because it needed it, right? You mean white ally. White ally. Okay? So keep trying. And you know what? Don't give up. You you get right in their face and you go, hey, I want to be a white ally. And that person says, fuck off, whitey. And you'd be like, but no, I really, really want to be a white ally. And they're like, step back, step back, motherfucker. And you'd be like, no, but you don't understand how badly I want to be your ally. You get punched in the lip. You come right back at him and you spit out that tooth and you go, I want to be your ally. <laughs> and then he shanks you. <laughs> and you go, I'm sorry for bleeding on you. That was so white of me. All right. Oh, I'm is... literally bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is starting to get good. <laughs> Where are we? Uh, okay. Number, number tw- 12. Number 12. We are past the halfway point. Thank God. <laughs> Support people of color. And she doesn't initialize it, which is good because then I could think in my head people of color as I read it. Support people of color in leadership positions. Use the right formality to address people. Respect a person's position, even if they are black or a woman. Makes perfect sense to me. But only if they think correctly. Because you can't, like, uh, what's his name? The guy who was from Florida. Congressman was from Florida. He was a former military guy. God, I can't remember his name. Or uh, the guy in Michigan who just, uh, who's primarying, or no, he's uh, won the primary. So, hmm. and you know, the reason I can't remember their names. Yeah, right. White privilege. Is be- yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't, I don't have to, right? No, it's because they're in other fucking states and mm-hmm. it didn't have anything to do with me. Well, my I, point is if, uh, if, uh, well, what's his name? Sheriff Clark, the former sheriff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. If, uh, not him though, because he thinks, 
He's an Uncle I can't, Tom. We can't call him Sheriff because he's he doesn't have the right views. Yeah. He's an Uncle Tom. He's a coon. He's right. a porch monkey. All yep. that, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. So you, yeah, you, you can feel free to, to disrespect you him can, and not use his, um, his, the proper, uh, formality to address him. And you can punch him because he's literally a Nazi. But I think maybe as a white person, you really should, every time you speak to a person of color, you should say, um, your honor or sire. Or, or, or. You should downcast your eyes. Yeah, because basically there was Kangs and shit. Right? So you gotta think about that. All right? So don't forget that. <laughs> should we move on? Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wakanda forever. So remember, sire. Or what, how do you say, uh, you don't say my lady. That's, that. You're being all ironical and shit. Yeah, I am. I apologize. Uh, all right. And if my apologies don't seem sincere, I apologize. Your eminence might be a good one. All right. Uh, do quick math in your head. Where else would well, you do it? Well, that right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your dick. <laughs> <laughs> but not as much math as a, a black person, right? <laughs> <laughs> do they can do more math. Count to 12. <laughs> <laughs> I can only count to six. <laughs> Just turn around and come. <laughs> All right. Whew. Do a quick math in your head. Notice what percentage of the space is white. It can be bodies in the room, dolls in the toy aisle, uh, pedestrians in the neighborhood, art on the wall, magazine covers in the waiting room, professionals in the workplace, actors in a play. Begin to see how whiteness is, and this is capitalized, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that was a total truck pull voice. Power, power. White is not the standard. Not noticing that it's omnipresent means we believe it is the standard. You know, just looking around this room, I realized there are three white walls and one accent and a, wall. And a whiteboard. <laughs> there used to be blackboards. We got rid of those. Well, you know what's funny? when You know what? That might have been the first sign in the schools of white power. Of whiteness. Yeah. When we removed the blackboards that we used for learning. Well, it, was, it was uncomfortable seeing yes. all that black. Yeah. yeah. It made me feel bad. So we got rid of um, them for whiteboards. No, I was going to say, like, three of these walls are literally white. <laughs> and one is not even a, I mean, it's not even a real color. You know? Yeah. It's not yellow or brown or yeah. something like that. It's friggin' green. So no one would believe it. Do the quick math in your head. Notice what percentage of the space is white. When I stopped right there, instead of reading on, I'm like, I'm doing math in my head. And I'm thinking of numbers. And I am thinking about black numbers on a white sheet of paper when I'm doing math. It's a lot of white space. So everywhere you think about this, it's all white space. All right. <laughs> Remember whiteness is? <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> I was going to do the Batman voice, but I didn't want to blow up my throat. <laughs> Batman. All right. Number 14. Similarly, similarly, notice how all, oh, she did it again. POCs. Notice how all POCs have to live with a race label, not just a painter, an actor, a writer, but a black painter, actor, and writer. Get it? See? You always have to preface that. See, I think that's bullshit, to be honest. It is bullshit. I real I I think there are some people who do that, 
and I think most of them are on the left. We need to have more black Oscar winners. We have need to have more black directors, more black CEOs. Why can't we? Why can't we just? They're the ones who are calling it out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't automatically unless we're talking about race. I don't put the. I don't think about the race label of a person. I don't either. All right. It can't number fifteen. I literally don't see color. Oh. <laughs> you know, seriously though, I remember when I was a kid, there was a PSA that was like a grandfather and a little kid, and uh, the they were fishing, and the little kid goes, uh, "You know, my friend so and so said I was racist," and the grandpa goes, "Well, why would you? Why would he say that?" And he goes, "Well, that's my black friend," and the grandpa goes, "Well, because you think of him as your black friend," and I thought. That's probably a good point. He's not just your friend. And I I think it's funny that most people I know don't call people out by their color or anything. It's just, yeah, my friend Dave, you know? You know, but sometimes with that, it's just a helpful way to differentiate. If you got a bunch, like all your friends, one kid, they got a red, red hair. So, yeah, the kid, the redhead. Oh, gingers though? We that ginger, the ginga. As they say in Great Britain. Did you know they don't have souls? They literally don't have souls. Right. Did you know that actually got that actually caused a lot of uh, beatings of redheaded kids and stuff after that? I don't know. Yeah. Supposedly. Well, I've been saying literally a lot, and for that I apologize. And if I have caused any gingers to be beaten, I apologize again. I like calling them ginga. All right. Uh, number 15. It can be useful to make a list of things. You can I did some quick math in my head. That means we have eight left, right? You are so interrupting. It's, I mean, as a black lesbian, I mean, I should be used to it by now, but it's just, it really, it hurts. It's hurtful. Well, you're disabled, so I'm trying to help. Yeah. It can be useful to make a list of things you can say for times when you need to respond to racism. This can be a simple way to help ourselves be ready when the time comes. So when someone says, say, MAGA, you should say, fuck you. <laughs> I added that part. That's that's me exp- expanding upon what she wrote. Gotcha. Right. But you can think of other things when These... someone when someone does. Sorry, when someone says the OK symbol, you should do this symbol. I'm I'm sorry. Flip flipping the bird. I can't see that one. All right. Um. Yeah. So you should you should go over. You should you should uh, like role play in your mind how you'd respond to somebody. Where else would I role play? On your dick, obviously. <laughs> Uh, you know, since you are a self-identifying black lesbian, I take offense to that because that's gender appropriation. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I can do that because I'm intersectional. <laughs> I'm a trans rights. <laughs> um, yeah, make a list of things to say. Repeat them. Put them on your mirror at home. Every mirror at home. A list of things to say. I don't have a mirror because it reminds me of my whiteness. Good. That's a step in the right direction. So you, my hair is always jacked up. So what do you say to respond to racism? Like, what if someone tells a racist joke? What do you say? What is a racist joke? Is you, a racist joke something that makes you laugh? Anything funny. <laughs> All right. So how would you respond to something funny? You stifle that laugh for one, mister. I would. You stifle that laugh, I know, white boy. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing a very good job of it. <laughs> I'm I'm exercising my privilege and laughing at it. Right. Let's move on. <clears throat> Number 16. 
Set limits with kids. This isn't... What the Don't f- go outside. Get off my lawn. Oh, this is getting weird. Okay, I'm reading ahead here. Set limits with kids. Teach them how to self-soothe. Do not let them be the most powerful person in the house. Is that when you, you send them up into a closet, just sort of rock and say, everything will be fine? I guess everything so. Will be fine. This is weird. I don't... Don't be afraid of a child's anger and sadness. Let them work it out. Let them be mad at you. Be uncomfortable and let them be uncomfortable. Teach them to wait their turn. The world does not revolve around them. Do not pedestal or hover over children, especially boys. Do you know? You know no means no means no. Stick with it. Do you know who said this? Hmm. Honestly, who said this exact thing? Dr. Spock? Jordan Peterson. Oh. Don't pedestal or hover over children, especially boys. But no means no means no. Stick yeah. with it. So this Jordan is just, Peterson said that same thing. So what's funny about this is this is just. You know, a, it's not funny because we're not laughing. Well, then it's then it's not a joke. At least right. this is not a joke. Right. So it's not okay. funny. All right. This, why would you just like you put this Jordan Peterson? Racist? What? Do you know laughter is racist? Of course. Who wouldn't? Uh, this just being dropped in here on a on a, a list of tips for being a strong white ally, and then all of a sudden you put this you know this this obviously something you cut and paste it out of a Jordan Peterson book. Read no, read it again from the beginning. Well, it, I, I, this parts of it are d- pretty dumb. Set limits with kids. This teach them how to self soothe. I guess I get okay. that. Like don't 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 baby them. Right. Right. Okay. That's a Jordan Petersonism. Do not let them be the most powerful person in the house. Jordan Peterson. Okay. Don't be afraid of a child's anger and sadness. Let them work it out. Jordan Peterson. Let them be mad at you. Jordan Peterson. Be uncomfortable and let them be uncomfortable. Jordan Peterson. Teach them to wait their turn. Jordan The world Peterson. does not revolve around Jordan them. Jordan Peterson. Do not pedestal or hover over children, Jordan especially Peterson. boys. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> With the possible exception of be no. uncomfortable. And the no means no means no is, is a saying, hey, no, and we're not going to negotiate, and I'm not going to say yes a second later, or I'm not going to give in. Right. But the part where it says be uncomfortable and let them be uncomfortable, yeah. he might take issue with be uncomfortable. Yeah. You shouldn't be uncomfortable. Other than that, that entire uh, fucking thing is right out of a Jordan Peterson speech. You know what this is? This was their way of getting people to hear a Jordan Peterson, like, quote or line by sandwiching it right in the middle of bullshit that the, that the libs would, would, would feel like they have to read. And then you just stick them. So this is, this is a red pilled person writing this and they're just suckering. They're trolling the first half and the second half. And they're squishing in this Jordan Peterson right in the middle. No, I think it was in the three years that it took them to write this fucking list. They uh, got red pilled. That's oh yeah, 16. Well, yeah. What if from sixteen on, it's like all <laughs> all red pill. Like, Get a fucking life. Clean yeah, your room. Yeah. <laughs> Stand up straight. Fuck those fucking fuckers. You bitch. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I laughed. All right. I apologize. Number seventeen. Being white means never experiencing racism. As white people, we may have experienced discrimination. But that is not backed by institutionalized power. Okay, now we have some math here. Discrimination plus power equals racism. Mm-hmm. That's the definition of racism. So you can look at Merriam-Webster. That's a lie. That's not what it is. Racism is discrimination plus power. That's racism. 
I'm sorry. I wasn't listening to the thing you said. Okay. Let me say this again. Being white. <laughs> I'm not Oh, my God. So this person was not red-pilled. That one, that number 16, like I said, was was sandwiched in between the bullshit in order to sucker people into to hearing a Jordan Peterson quote. So a friend of mine, he had to take some of these classes for his job, these mud diversity classes. <clears throat> and uh, I was telling him how I knew someone else who was going through this, and the first thing he said was, everybody in here is racist, regardless of color, you know, race, anything like that. And he said to me, he goes, mm, I can see that. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Nope. Don't agree. Yep. Racism. And he's going, well, I mean, like, there's the definition. And I said, I prefer to use the dictionary definition. And he said, well, I mean, yeah, you could. But there, there's no, there's no but. You don't get to redefine yeah. words. That's, a, that's right out of the Rules for Radicals Saul Alinsky playbook that you define the words. You make them play by the rules, their own rules. But also, you can re you redefine the language to mean what you need it to mean. Yeah. So it's bullshit. And when that person walks into that room and says, "Hey, by the way, you're all racist," you stand up and you go, "And you're a pedophile." Well, and you know what? And this guy <clears throat> I was talking to is a good friend of mine. I love him like a fat kid loves cake. But no, you just can't you can't cave in like that. Yeah, that's that's. I, I get what he's trying to do. That's straight up cuckery. All right. Yeah. Uh, you, just, you can't give in. We're getting close. Uh, 18. Begin to notice how utterly adorable all children are. See them all, even scary teen boys. Notice their youthful beauty. This is starting to sound I'm starting to get creeped out. <laughs> Begin to change our associations with all teenagers. Shift your idea about what beauty and cuteness are. Call them sweet in your head. This is really weird. This simple practice is one way to chip away at our own racism for many of us. This is fucking weird. That's why I had to change my tone and sound creepy. <laughs> That's just weird. We just got done talking about it. And this sounds really creepy. It does. This is... I don't you know even, what it sounds like to me? Pedophilia. <laughs> I don't even know what, where to go with this. Should I, see, should I read that again or no? Yes, because it's creepy. Listen to this. What the hell does this have to do with wow, being a white ally? Wow. Begin to notice how utterly adorable all children are. See them all. Well, children are adorable. Even scary teen boys. Notice their youthful beauty. Begin to change our associations with all teenagers. And their lithe young bodies. <laughs> It's just, no. Shift your idea about Ugh. what beauty and cuteness are. Yuck. Call them sweet. I feel dirty. Call them sweet. Tell them that you're looking for your dog and that they should get in your van. See, there's your some more voice right there. This list is gold. <laughs> yeah, as in like golden shower gold. <laughs> It's a bucket full of steaming piss is what it is. Ugh. Oh, man. We're almost done. And you, we know, I don't even think we have time for the Lucite Brick because we're getting, I mean, it's already 50 minutes in here. So, number nine. Did, we already did the brick. I mean, again, I thought maybe we'd have another chance to kind of break it up. No, because it broke itself up. It got funny. Number 19. Boy, it's hard to beat 18. Number 19. Helping does not make you better. Helping makes you moral. As white people, we started out with more, 
and we were born with advantages we don't have a right to. Give some of what you have away as a matter of principle. This act does not make us good or better. I agree with half of that, and I think the other half is bullshit. I don't see anything I agree with on here. So, you know, Killer Mike, the rapper? I don't know Killer Mike. He would, <clears throat> uh, he got interviewed by Colian Noir okay. about, uh, about um, you know, gun control and stuff like that. But And he was basically saying, I mean, he's on the left, but he was saying, don't take guns away from people because it's black people's way to defend themselves. And I, I 100% agree with it. But... Uh, he was talking to someone else about, you know, how do we fix racism and stuff. And I think he, he made a great point. He goes, you know what, if you want to be helpful, he goes, you're a business owner or something like that. He goes, find some underprivileged blackhead and show him how to do that. I'm, I'm cool with that idea. You know, if, if a kid comes and this is why I don't like the minimum wage. If a kid comes to you and says, Hey, I've been trapped in shitty schools and want to find a way out. You're a business person. You own your own business. How do I get to where you are? And you can say, hey, kid, come along for the ride. Yeah, I'll but I'm not going to go out of my way to do uh, to find a black kid that has an underprivileged. There's underprivileged privileged white kids. That doesn't no, matter who. I agree. Any kid, though. <clears throat> yeah. But I think I think there is a lot of... There's not half to agree with here because it says what they're saying is helping does not make you better. It does. Uh, helping makes you moral. Uh, not necessarily. I think that's wrong. I think you, if you help somebody, doesn't if you give to charity, doesn't necessarily make you moral, but it does. It, it is better that if you do that, if you do good things, if you help. Well, I think there will people will be people that say helping is a moral thing you should do, but it doesn't make you moral. Yeah. But I think that's the distinction. So you and I would sit there and say, no, 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 that's what good people do. Yeah. You know, you're but speaking. They're saying helping makes you moral. No. No. If you are moral, you will. Yeah, help. exactly. Okay. Yeah. So but then over. this is another thing. As white people, we started out with more and we're born with advantages we don't have a right to. Fuck you. Very much so. You, there are white people out there that have way less advantages than certain people of color out there. Right. I think you could probably make a case that statistically white people are born with more. Or Indian people or Asian people. That's, that's very possible. But the idea that you don't have a right to it. That's bullshit too. You know, um, you actually have a right to to uh, you do have a right to what your um, forefathers or what the society has built before you. You have a right to that. They, they built that specifically for the next generations. You got to. Uh, you and I were talking about this, I think, off the podcast about uh, uh, Dave Rubin took a month off mm-hmm. from everything. Twitter, watching the TV, everything. First of all, he said he was much happier, but. Uh, didn't do a show or anything, and then he came back on the show, and Ben Shapiro hosted it, and he was telling him, "Hey, this happened, this happened, this happened." And he was reacting to all of it, but in that, Ben Shapiro made a great point that I will, I think, use going forward. He said, "Rights are things you have, not something someone gave to you." And they said, and Dave Rubin goes, "Yeah, exactly." He says a lot of people say, "Oh, they're God given." He goes. You can agree or disagree with that, but the point is they're things you you weren't given by something else. So in other words, to Ben Shapiro's point, healthcare is not a right because that's something that the government gives to you or someone else gives to you. Freedom of speech is a right. You have a right to say what you want. And so the difference between a right and an entitlement or something is a right is something someone can't give you. They can only take away. 
And right. I, I 100% agree with them. And so this idea of these are things you don't have a right to, fuck off. Yep. So. Well, there's also this idea here that uh, um, give some of what you have away as a matter of principle. Here's the problem with that statement. It's in relation to this list of what you can do as a white ally. So what they're saying is give your shit away to people of color. Yeah. It's like, that's not, that's not, don't think of it that way. Cause that's, that's you being in the sense that people are underprivileged. I don't have a problem with that, but if it's just based on their race, then oh, yes, I have a problem. Fuck this. Are you up to number 20? Number 20. Think about diagnoses and disease. What diseases are white and what diseases are black? Why? What the fuck is wrong with this person? I'm sorry. Read that again. Yeah, exactly. Think about diagnosis. No, I say that because I wasn't paying. Think about diagnosis and disease. What diseases are white and what diseases are black? Why? Sickle cell anemia. That's the first thing that jumped to mind. <laughs> do you do you get that as a self-identifying black woman? Can you get it now? I can get probably um, an autoimmune uh, disorder like that, and I would consider it sickle. Cell. I would self-identify it, or it would self-identify as sickle cell anemia. Okay. Right. Okay. So, what would you treat it with? <clears throat> um, I would probably grind up the bones of an albino and snort them. All right. So next, number twenty-one. Don't let, don't, don't let quote the help do things alone. Notice who quote the help are. What races quote the help? So this woman here, this woman writing this, has probably a maid, has a nanny, has um. A lawn, a lawn, or a gardener, and they're probably all like either Hispanic or Jamaican or whatever. And and she makes a point. How do that, you know her gardener's not a white guy named Biff? Uh, I'm I'm making assumptions about her oh, as a see? white woman because white white woman wouldn't hire. Uh, I see. I see. What well, you they mean. might hire Biff. I see. What but you anyway, mean. um, no, I mean, Biff. Biff wouldn't take that job because he's white. Yeah, but if, I mean, if Biff was, you know. Look good in a pair of khaki shorts and... So don't let the help do things alone. So, okay, here's the thing. When you hire somebody to do a job, you let them do their job. It's condescending to do their job for them. She's saying don't let them do it alone? Yep. Don't let the help do things alone. Notice who the help are. What race is the help? So if you're at a... Let's say you're a high society bitch like this and you go to a cocktail party. And because that's what I'm imagining her doing. Go to a cocktail party and you see somebody with a tray in their hand. And they have some wine glasses in that tray. Wait, you're still talking about Courtney. Courtney McGill Masters. Yeah, yes. And they go up and they and they go to people and they go, oh. and the person takes the drink. You go right up to that person of color. You take that tray right out their hands and you serve people. You see how... how so they get fired? Um, for not doing their job? Yeah. Well, okay, you... Okay, you... Okay, Number 22. <laughs> <laughs> Number 22. <laughs> Understand the difference between feelings and change. Fuck you. My feelings. Yeah. And moving on. Who gives a shit well, about that Well, I sentence? mean, feelings are something you have. Change is something you put in a jar. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Last one. Number 23. And cash is racist, by the way. Oh, this is good. This is deep. We forgot to do the dun-dun. Okay. Just as women's issues are actually men's issues, race issues are white issues. You know what? Being married, I would say, women's issues are men's issues, but no man's issue is ever a woman's <laughs> issue. 
Nobody ever says, if Danny ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. We got through it. I don't Did we, though? We cheated on half those. We didn't even know what the fuck they were. We're like, next. Well, for the next episode, we'll go through the responses. <laughs> what, was, what was the last one? Men's issues? Just as issues women's are- issues are actually men's issues. Race, race issues are white issues. Well, that's making it all about white people again, isn't it? I don't know. I don't she know just, what the fuck she as a white happens. woman, just rolled this all back around to making it all about white people. You see, you can't escape whiteness. The end. But if you, if you said all men's issues are women's issues, do you think she'd be one of those people who'd go, yes, I understand, or she'd be like, patriarchy. <laughs> well, the first response is a good one. What? Love this! <laughs> Exclamation point! <laughs> Don't hurt me. <laughs> oh, oh, and there's pictures of these people. Oh my god. This person is white. I mean, whiter than white. All right. Oh like, my god. Wait. Oh. Oh. There's a person that put You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> there's only 23. <laughs> I want more. <laughs> What happened to the person who said, you got to be kidding me? Uh, I want to see if somebody responds to this person. Um, they didn't just reply, shenanigans. Uh, I Yeah, there's no actually no, no response to that that I can see. Was it like 30 seconds ago? Because someone would have to. Uh, there's a, I mean, there's a huge thing. So I'm sure eventually down the roll, somebody will respond to this person. But oh, there's actually, I'm, I'm surprised. Here's another one. This guy using his real name. What a bunch of baloney. But most of this is, is stuff that's supportive of it. You can't say baloney. Because that's, I mean, baloney is a, it's an Italian thing. And if you're saying that. <laughs> there you go. There's a person. This 100% belongs on here. And might be the most helpful thing I have ever and will ever see here. Shut the fuck up. Saying this is not a place for it is both incorrect and racist. This belongs everywhere. For for a white males, which I'm, I'm not misspelling, yeah, which a few of you are, to come on here and say that this post does not belong on here as a bunch of baloney in quotation marks, I recommend you go through and read this and use it in your everyday lives, which will make your community better. This app is to make a better community, right? This next door app. Courtney's still not going to fuck you. <laughs> That's that's the response you should get. <laughs> yes, sir. You should get that response. Oh, my God. Because then Courtney's stuck. She either has to go, well, yes, I will. Or she's going to have to go, no, I won't. God, Yeah, most of this is stuff saying, I love this. This is great. Keep it up and blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. I think, and, I, and they're long. It's like bending over backwards to mm-hmm. fucking lick this person's ass. Wow. God. Oh, here's a good one. Molly, damn it, that's not the author. Oh, that's going to narrow it down. That's not the author's name, by the way. This is a person responding to her okay. person, so I, I didn't give away the author. I won't have to edit that out. So I was, but I don't think I better do the whole sentence. So I think we should stop there. Oh, oh God, here's one. Yeah. Oh, well, God, yes. well said. Here's another one. Oh, and then yeah, and then uh, now they're responding to these people. I feel your comment is uneducated and racist, and and. Uh, the very kind of comment that keeps the this this going, a racism going. Oh my someone God. should respond with, "Does someone need a hug?" 
Wow. Oh, man. If you choose to self-flagellate yourself because your skin color help yourself, I will not be joining that exercise. Also, you're not helping your cause by calling something willfully ignorant. Okay, so these are responses, responses, responses at this point. So there's going to be a few people that, that you know, are same, but most of them, from what I'm seeing here, most of them are just agreeing with it. <clears throat> and this is a long response thing. Like, I'm going to say... People just can't wait. I'm going to say hundreds of responses. People can't wait to jump in the road and get hit by the diversity bus. They just can't. Yeah, this is disgusting. Why can't you just... Why can't people just be people? Everybody's got to be something. People. (laughs) I don't know the rest of that, so it's good. Thank God. (laughs) My people. Talk about people. <laughs> there we go, folks. That's grossing. All right. I think we're done. I'm spent. <laughs> my my white fragility has is, is taken a beating. Yeah. So if you have any comments about this, keep them to yourself. <laughs> but anything else, contact 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 us. It's rooster at breadandcircusespodcast.com or crow at breadandcircusespodcast.com. And that's about all we can say about that. See you. Bye. Thank you.